What are the situations or behaviors in your life that seem to repeat themselves? Are there certain people, places, or circumstances that trigger negative reactions or behaviors? Are there times when you look yourself in the mirror and be like, why are you doing this? Welcome to Off the Struggle Bus, a resource for you, a library of how-tos to navigate the invisible work of change. If you're first gen, trying to break some generational curses, or if you work in public service, I made this podcast for us. Hi, it's MJ. Thanks for tuning in. This week, we're talking about how to identify toxic patterns. I say this as an INFJ, as a December Capricorn, and apparently my top five strengths are deliberative, relator, responsibility, learner, and command. Knowing all that information is helpful, but we're talking about toxic patterns. It's helpful to know the traits that you have, but I honestly didn't know how much it played into my toxic patterns until my early 30s. For example, it took over five years of me working with a therapist for me to realize I thrive in toxic work environments because they mirrored the stress of my abusive childhood. When I realized that, I committed to find more balance for myself because someone in their mid-30s should not end up in the ER for exhaustion and stress the way I do. So let's take some time and identify your patterns, understand their origins, and take some steps to break free. Let's talk about self-reflection. I know, I know, it's not exactly the most comfortable thing. But in order for you to change something, you need to have an idea of where you're starting. You gotta be honest with yourself. Ask yourself this, am I happy with where I'm at? Take a moment, sit with that. Now, I want you to look in the mirror and ask yourself this, am I happy? This is not about your family. This is not about work. I want you to take a moment and sit with that feeling that comes up when you see yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, am I happy? Where do you feel it in your body? Here's the third question I want you to ask yourself. What needs to change? What needs to change in the next three months for me to feel better? Name the thing that's pissing you off. Or what's the thing that's keeping you up at night? What's the frustrating situation or person that's keeping you from being great? You can't change things if you don't know what needs to change. A vague target will never get hit. Sometimes it's helpful to talk it out with someone. Do you have a trusted friend, some family members? Who is your personal board of advisors? Other times, you might want to do this solo. It's helpful to unload into a written journal from time to time. The whole point of this is to realize where you're blocking your own blessings and then do something about it. Remember earlier when I was talking about knowing your traits? It's important to know how you move. Of course, you have to take these with a grain of salt because they're online tests but I use 16personalities.com 
It's basically a Myers-Briggs and it's free. Um, and then there is Gallup Strengths Finder. It seems to be free if you're in college, but it also looks like it's the standard corporations use when they're assessing their employees. After you get some awareness on your traits, it's time to dig in on the origins of your toxic patterns. Think of this as an unconscious script you've been following since childhood. Consider your history, what childhood trauma might have contributed to these toxic patterns. Understanding the root cause is super important so you can determine the actions you can take to break free. You don't have to live this way. Let's be honest. You can be blind to your own toxic patterns. This is where therapy and counseling can be so valuable. The whole point of meeting regularly with a therapist is so they can identify the patterns for you. Like how I began to unravel the connection between my high-stress jobs and my traumatic childhood. Obviously, having friends and confidants are great, but a licensed therapist or counselor brings skills that actually assess these patterns. And they can provide you with advice on how you can change your habits because theoretically they're a third party and they're invested in your success because you're their client. Now that you've taken some steps to identify your toxic patterns, let's highlight some ways to make a change. Start by getting clear on your intentions and how you want your life to look. I'm not just talking about your five-year plan. I'm talking about the little things. How do I want to feel when I wake up in the morning? How do I want to feel when I walk into a room? What am I going to be proud of one year from now, two years from now? That type of stuff. Half the time, I'm like, how can I treat myself better? You know, being clear on your intentions will actually help you take the steps to get closer to making them a reality. This next one might be hard and might take some time, but can you replace some destructive behavior with some healthy alternatives? Like maybe don't go out drinking four nights a week. Maybe replace that with working out or sleeping more. Live your life, but don't self-sabotage. It's not worth it. Okay, this next thing. Take into account who are the people around you? There is a saying that you are the average of your five closest contacts. Are your everyday people making a point to lift you up? Or are they secretly rooting for you to fail? You have to be honest with yourself and take into account who surrounds you because they influence how your life takes shape. It's so important to surround yourself with a support network who can encourage you and give you genuine guidance. All of this takes time and patience. You have to be kind to yourself. It will get frustrating, but trust me, it's worth it. If you found this week's episode helpful, please share it with your friends and colleagues. Do the work to identify and address your toxic patterns. It's a powerful step toward personal growth. Even with all the outside help, at the end of the day, only you can rewrite your script and change your toxic patterns. Until next time, you got this. Remember, you're not alone on the struggle bus. 
We exchange countless messages, offer advice, and support one another because we understand the weight of the invisible load we carry. Change won't happen all at once, but with each episode, we'll get a little closer. Just because you begin in struggle doesn't mean you have to stay in the struggle. Subscribe to Off the Struggle Bus and stay tuned for upcoming episodes. Thanks for listening.